kind of on his... Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Dodgeball Podcast. And this uh, this portion of the World's Recap, I've got uh, Mike McGee with me. Mike, what's going on, man? How you doing? I'm doing good. How you doing, Steve? Pretty good, man. Um, kind of just want to dive right into it. I mean, so this is it's not Monday; it's like eight days after Worlds. But uh, I mean, how you feeling? And congratulations, by the way. I mean, like, just yeah, all all the above. How how are you doing? All the above, what everyone else says. Yep, uh, I'm doing good. Uh, I just found out some new recent injuries we'll talk about but Jesus. overall i'm feeling good now yeah we're talking about that offline so i'll save that for uh what caused that injury but um aside from that you're still riding the uh the high of being a world champion uh kind of yeah a little bit head up <laughs> still that was um i was talking to, to jeff i just dropped the episode um like five minutes ago so um if you listen to that one he kind of talks about like how it's starting to kind of wear off because he has to go back to work and it's back to, to real life and and all the yeah. all, all the fantasy's gone but um i can imagine you guys probably riding that high for for a while um i think you uh, actually okay oh, i mean i went i went straight back to work and i ended up getting very sick like the day after so <laughs> I was wondering if that was going to catch up with people, like the weather change, because uh, it's what, I guess, do you have snow over there right now, or? Uh, yeah, I think it was, yeah, I mean, we had, when I came into Boston, we had 18 inches of snowfall in the past 24 hours, and I actually got stuck at the airport for like, I want to say, I got stuck at JFK for like 12 hours, um, and I think that's where I got sick, because like, airports are disgusting. Yeah, just a <laughs> cesspool of disease there, and... <laughs> Yeah, what a, what a welcome home after all that. Just like, oh yeah, here he goes. Here's some uh, some time you guys in the airport, some snow, especially leaving Cancun. Um, I've never been, but what was your? Did you enjoy your time out there? Was that like your first time there? Yeah, I mean, it was still a dodgeball tournament, so we didn't get much time out, but it was beautiful for the few days we got. Nice. Well, um, let's kind of take it back uh, as I did with uh, with Jeff and, and Paige, and just kind of like. Um, I guess kind of like recap the buildup to two worlds this year. And, um, as we were kind of talking before we started recording, one of the things I wanted to ask you was like, you know, considering that you had like a close call last year with your, with your injury at nationals, um, did you take any special precautions this year, um, going into uh worlds to make sure you didn't, uh, injure yourself? Uh, yeah, I did. I did a significant amount of work to keep myself healthy. I'd say, um, I changed my, I went from changing my gym routines to drinking like excessive amounts of water, taking steam showers, did yoga. Like I, I went the whole nine yards to make sure I feel like I was a hundred percent when the time came. That's awesome. And that's something I want, like, you know, I say like, you know, the youth, but everyone to listen to is just like, you have to listen to your body and, um, Ketchum was talking about like, you know, once, once he had uh Rob Doe, he kind of had to understand like, Hey, I can't really go full force sometimes to got to listen to myself and, and take those extra precautions. Cause the payout in the end is, is always worth you know more than the risk. Yeah. Um, and it, in all honesty, like we, you put so much effort out, uh, it puts you at a risk to like to hurt yourself and you have to be in tip top shape. I feel like to try to get by flawlessly. Yeah, and um, feeling hundred percent, you know, exactly. after a tournament. Yeah, and then if you're going to compete on a on a world stage, like 
we are sending the best. So like you guys have to, you're kind of obligated to be at your best peak physical performance um, to, to, you know, be able to close with Malaysia and Australia and all these tough teams. And um, I, I really can't wait until, you know, a, a big time company or organization picks up on this and sees uh, what, how, basically how competitive dodgeball can be and fits the athletic look. And the only reason I'm kind of bringing this up is I was watching some of the comments on, um, and this is no offense to anybody. Um, I think it was one of the WDA championships last year or two years ago. And some people are making some not cool comments about some of the guys looking like they're out of shape. Like, like they just, you know, maybe play dodgeball as a hobby, but now we're seeing two years after the fact, like you guys take this very, very seriously with like group yeah. workouts and, um, holding each other accountable and just basically looking the role of a professional athlete. So. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know where Dom got this stat, but he said that um, you ended up losing ten pounds. Is that true? It is true. And if so, um, where? Like you're you're already like you don't strike me as a guy that has a lot of weight to lose. So if you don't mind my asking, no, nah, it was just kind of I feel like all the excess I cut off. Um, I just, I mean, I I, I drop weight pretty easily. I'm a twenty year old male. So I, but I just stopped, I ate like no bad carbs the like first, like the week, like first like eight days before the tournament, cut out all bread, crackers, like, um, it was pretty much eating like eggs, meat and vegetables. Did you ever get like this? Oh, good. Yeah. And just an excess amount of water. I think leading up to worlds, I drank like a gallon to a gallon and a half a day. And at Worlds, I was drinking two gallons a day for like three days in the like middle of the tournament. And was this different from last year? Like, did you kind of have the same diet or was this? Oh, no. <laughs> no, not at all. So what? what's the, how, how different did you feel then? Like, uh, I felt like I was just feeling like best of my life. I don't know. I felt like I was just, everything was great. I hadn't had like a, an upset moment in several days. I was just, everything was just going great. And I feel like this is how I kind of like what I put into my body helped with like also how I was feeling emotionally too. I just was having a great time. So you're just like, as they say, firing on all cylinders, your body's just doing what the brain asks, no resistance. Yeah, exactly. Everything, things were just flowing good. <laughs> and even if something didn't, I feel like it just rolled off my shoulders. No problem. I just like the food, how much food I was drink, eating, uh, the amount of water I was drinking, just keeping a healthy body. How, what made you decide to do that? Or how did you know that eggs, meat, and vegetables, and lots of water was the way to go? Did you seek out help or a dietitian or uh, just? Uh, no, actually, I talked to my, I worked with a chef at my bakery, and uh, she's been in the military for like 30 years. She's like a sergeant. And I asked her, I was like, Wanda, I got to eat clean for one week. What do I eat? She was going to eat eggs in the morning and meat and vegetables. Like, All right. <laughs> wow. That's incredible discipline, man. Cause it, it's, it's hard to just cut out cards completely. They're just so they're everywhere. First of all. And then, um, did you ever get cravings for them or like, uh, yeah. First couple of days were extremely tough. Yeah. To like not eat anything else was very hard gotcha. for when I, like I'm a, I'm a big smoker and, I, instead of when I got the munchies, I'd just drink like about three quarters of a gallon of water a night. <laughs> gotcha. Oh, that kind of smoker. Okay. Yeah. I was like, I don't, I don't think I've ever seen you with a cigarette. Like not, not a tobacco smoker, right? Just for clarification. No. Okay. 
Um, that's awesome, man. And then like, and like for people that are listening that, you know, want to take their game to the next level. I mean, you can do this a week prior to the next competitive tournament. And I'm imagining if you can get past those first couple of days, have that discipline, it's going to pay off in dividends. Um, so I'm trying to get some free nuggets there, um, for whoever's interested in, in trying something new, uh, versus, um, you know, drinking the night before and eating bad food. And, um, yeah, if, if they want to hang with you guys, like the, everything's got to change, but you said you never had, um, any bad moments. Um, and I, I noticed that you were like the last man in often what, what's going on in these situations. Like, you know, people are watching you from all over the world. Um, USA is rooting for you guys to, to win the gold, especially after coming so close last year. When I'm like one on whatever. Yeah. Like, you know, just a typical you versus whoever's left one V two, one V three, one V four. Uh, Honestly, anytime you're the last person left, I think the only thing that should be going through your mind is you can't get out because if you're out, the game's over. So you just try to stay alive. And then if you can whittle down outs, it's better than getting out. Do you tell yourself that like mentally, or are you just so focused on the, on the game? Like you already know what your mission is like um, survive. My, my goal is to, yeah, it's to survive. That's what I'm trying to do now. Nice. Yeah, because some people, you know, they might have a tendency to to let the pressure get to them. Um, they overthink. Um, is, is it kind of fair to assume like you just your 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 base order is survive and instinct takes over and that's it? Well, yeah, but you also still got to be smart. Like you just have to take your best guess at who's throwing at you. Like usually it's not the further like they usually don't have the furthest corner throwing at you. Most of the time, it's either going to be, I wouldn't say most of the time, but you just have perspective, you know, use your brain still. Don't shut down. Right. Don't completely shut down. Yeah. It's a, I'm sure it's a delicate balance, but it's one of the things that I want to start asking people, um, like if we can just kind of get into their, into their mindset. Um, just because I've been there before, definitely nothing as high stakes as worlds, but you know, I tend to overthink a lot and sometimes I just go completely brain dead and I'll find that, that happy medium, but it's always good to to pick some brains, yeah. but, um, so speaking of, you know, staying alive, I mean, obviously you had this amazing jumping catch against Australia and, um, I, I just think that was incredible. I, I think, um, first of all, I love Jake Mason's reaction. Uh, and then that, like what, what happened there? I mean, was that one of the situations where you're just trying not to get hit and the ball and opportunity presented itself or can you kind of break that down a little bit? Uh, I actually, I, pe- people ask me all the time, like, hey, you brought it up. Um, I, well, I'd, I'll, I'll start off by saying I probably have, like, at least four or five of that same catch on camera. So it's, I wouldn't consider it 100% luck. But I'd, like, say the guy, he beats my blocker, but it, the ball just kind of sticks. So you just hold position while you're falling, and you just kind of t- – I just say squeeze. <laughs> How do you do that? just squeeze and if it sticks to you just tense up and if you fall and you stick onto it then you can grab it once you land yeah because you you just well you squeeze and then you just stop moving like you kind of just like let yourself stay in that position um and yeah you those, gotta hold on to it yeah so if you move you're probably gonna drop it and so that's what's going on you're like you felt it stuck and you're just like all right well i'm just gonna drop now and because this catch is yep. worth whatever happens to my body yeah like i, I mean like it Things like not that same exact catch happens, but like all the time the ball sticks to you and it's whether or not you can like keep it on you before it drops or you get a hand on it. Yeah. And, um, I mean, you 
for those like for those who are listening, we're we're kind of watching this on on loop right now, and um, you know, people could say, oh, that's you know, that's just a lucky shot, but then you have to make a, a conscientious choice to, as you said, squeeze, tense up, and then make that transfer because the catch is no good until it hits your hands, right? Until you you pull it from wherever it landed. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, I, so I was telling you about my injury. I actually just found out that I fractured my wrist uh, today. And I saw I got x-rays today, but I got to see an orthopedic tomorrow. But it was actually on that catch. It's from falling without, like, moving my legs, dropping with the ball. And oh. then my I land on my wrist, too. Yeah. My hand is deadbolt. <laughs> actually, I just saw that because uh, it yeah, looks like so you... I'm, yeah, I remember hurting my wrist like shortly after that happened. Ugh. So now that I keep, I've seen that video so many times, I'm like, oh, it's got to be right there. Yep. It's funny because, like, as we're discussing this, um, I, I knew going into this uh, section, like, you had broken your wrist and we're going to save it to break down this cash. But then, you know, I'm watching your, your legs and your body go limp. I'm watching your wrist now. And, uh, yikes, like, that, I, I can, I can pretty much. Yeah, I can tell. Oh, we need to get. A, been there. I wish I could get a better video where you could like watch it as a video instead of, you know, it was higher. Uh, what's it called? Frames. You can get a nice video. Slow down. <laughs> well, I see Dom. I think standing right Dom's there. Got, so I know he's got. Yeah, some... Dom actually has. He sent me a side angle of it, and it's very nice. <laughs> yeah, that's uh. Actually, I, I he might... did some good pictures. Yeah, he, he's got some amazing foot. I, I can't wait for this stuff to start rolling out. Um, Me probably, too. I keep checking Facebook for it. <laughs> he's just wait, like waiting for that tag. I'm like, come on, where are they? <laughs> um, so, I mean, shoot, man. Like, you kept playing. Obviously, if you keep watching this clip, you're you're pumping everybody up. Um, I mean, you just were you just on adrenaline, didn't feel anything, just felt like slight discomfort and like, I'll worry oh, about yeah. later. I don't I didn't think I felt anything until – Ketchum and I got back to the hotel and it was like 11 o'clock and I was like, my wrist kind of hurts. And then just now, actually, yesterday I realized trying to open a water bottle, I was hurting my wrist doing it. And I looked down and I had like this bump halfway through and I'm like, what's that? I touched it. And it's like, it was bone and it's not on the other side. So I'm like, "Uh oh, time to call the doctor. Yeah. One of these isn't like the other one, but, uh, well, kudos yeah. to you for making the right choice and actually seeing a doctor the second you realize something uh, was awry. Because I mean, people try to play through injuries and walk yeah. it off. And I mean, I, I'm curious. I thought I just maybe sprained or like a loose sprain was going to take it easy, but yeah, no, something's definitely uh, not not where it's supposed to be. Yeah, I wonder uh, for some of these guys that that try to tough it out and they don't take care of themselves right away. Um, what they're gonna, not a good. Idea. Yeah, what are they going to look like 20, 30 years from now? Um, I don't know, maybe maybe medicine's gonna be that much more advanced, but uh, yeah, kudos to you for for being twenty and still um, careful with your with your body because definitely want you next year, obviously. Um, and we'll go into that a little bit later too. But um, one of the other notes that Dom mentioned was, uh, did your mom come down with you to to watch this? Uh, she did. I actually had a lot of support this year. My uh, actually same as last year. My grandmother, my father, and my mom. Nice. Uh, and my brother actually came down too. That's awesome. So it was like a family vacation slash uh, cheer you on and see like exactly. Do they yeah, uh, it was a vacation too? Nice. Do, do they normally watch you play or um, is it only like a in any what? Do do like do they normally watch you play uh, like elite based tournaments or is it like do they save it for like worlds? 
No, they kind of save it for Worlds. My, they'll come to the one the round in Boston, but other than that, no. Nice. Pretty much it. What's their uh, What's their take on it? Um, curious. Like, do they do they see how serious it is? Like, did you ever have a hard time trying to convince them that this is a legit or as legit as you can be sport? Or I think they my 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 dad's clueless. He doesn't know anything, but my mom understands it. She, uh, it. she, I think she, she pretty much sees it the way we see it, as in, when is it going to be like really professionalized and legitimate? You know what I mean? Like if we're just below that professional level, right. kind of waiting for breakthrough. She sees it that way too. Yeah, and, and going back to what I was saying about like you know looking the role and having that footage. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm really hoping this footage trends, these pictures start to trend, and people start seeing what it is uh, versus, you know, like the typical, Oh, you play dodgeball, just like the movie. And cause I mean, to this day, I still get like, you know, dodgeball yeah. references. And it's like, if you guys saw what's going on in Cancun, you'd, you'd be thinking and seeing dodgeball differently. But I mean, I'm sure it's bound to happen soon. Um, yeah. What was, eventually. Oh, good. Sorry. That's a, yeah. Eventually I'll get there. Yep. <laughs> um, what was your toughest match? What was the what? What what was your, your your toughest match? Toughest match. Uh I I'd say our toughest match was round robin against Australia. Um in all honesty. <laughs> I think you know it was you know it was one of those games where every, every ton of people are having a tough time. No one could people are getting you're getting hit, you can't hit like you're you're missing blocks. You're just not. You're just off. And it was the one of those games where almost everyone was off. So it for us to pull through on that one was huge. Like a psychological win. Or yeah, gotcha. Yeah, like we. I feel like we got a little down on ourselves. We were all confused too. Like why is this happening? Type of thing. I think it was the first tough team that we played. We, we played in the tournament, not to like rag on other countries, but it was our first game. I think it was on Thursday or fr- Friday, right? Uh, or Saturday, or Saturday maybe. Um, where no, no, Friday. It, it was Friday. Where it was like, yeah, and it was like, I, I know, like, all right, let's let's get this game. Like, it's a big game right here, and whew, we almost did not pull through. <laughs> um. So you kind of talked about like how it was, you guys weren't really connecting at first, but once you started to, it, it started to pick up. Um, yeah. Yeah. It got going. What, um, cause you had something similar, um, against Malaysia where there was like the t- first two rounds or first two games. Um, you, you weren't hitting, you guys weren't hitting anything at all. Did you guys start to oh, feel yeah. like this was happening all over again? Or, or do you remember what the mentality was with the team uh, when that was happening? Um, I remember my mentality going in around Robin game for Malaysia. It wasn't necessarily to win. I remember that being very specific in uh, Lou's voice is that no matter what we're still taking, it was like the two seed. I think it was. Right. Um, so it, it, that game was a, a big part of that was not showing, I think Malaysia too much of our final setup and what we're going to be giving them in elimination. So we all had a, an open mindset going in. So I don't think none of us really took the loss too significantly. 
Yeah, no, because that one, um, I think they had to beat you guys by like nine points for them to even take first. Um, yeah. So, like you said, and that's brilliant by by Lou to to be like, hey, just don't obviously take, don't yeah don't kill yourselves first of all. Exactly. Yeah. Stay safe. Let's let's put our effort into that game when we see them in the final. Yeah, that that was brilliant. Um, and and I think it paid off because once you guys uh going to the actual final match, once you guys broke past uh those first two rounds, we actually started hitting them. Um, at, at, I think it was like maybe, at least in my case from watching after like the second half, like they, they got this, just, just fast forward, give them the medal, like it's over. Um, you guys won pretty decidedly, I, I feel, um, but, uh, Do you know what the final score was, uh, let's see if I can pull it up real quick. Is it eight to three? I think it was eight to three. Yeah. It was, I think there's one point where you guys were like up by four. And there was like one one minute left, and I was like, "It's they're just playing for pride right now." Like Malaysia wants that that final like point, which uh, you know Jeff said no. Um, yeah, which we <laughs> we didn't give up. Yeah, and that that I mean that's finished strong. Like that was that was awesome. Just set set the tone for for next year. Um, but uh, do you remember like? Did you guys ever feel doubts at all for those first two games? Because I I'll, I hate to admit it, but like I was a little worried. Um, I was like, what what's going on? Like these guys were unstoppable up until now. Now they're this is the second time Malaysia f- like finished with a full roster. Like what's what's going on? But then, you know, I guess. Uh, go ahead. Honest, I don't know. Honestly, I didn't feel like I got down on our team at all. I think it was the first game they got two ricochet catches or something, and. When that happens, you just kind of brush it off, like, all right, that's that's BS. Let's all right, let's get to this next game. Yeah, uh, I think next game, like, we couldn't even hit a single person. I think something like that, almost. Um, and I don't know, but I guess you shake off one more game and uh, bring it to the next one. If the next one's tough, then you start questioning yourself. But you know, I guess that's not too bad. So the first game, as you know, it's a, call it a fluke. Yeah. So, you can dust yourself off not too bad in that situation. Plus, this this 40-minute game, you have so much time. Not even the first half of the first half matters at all. That's a good outlook. Um, and, and you're right, because, like, what, what are the odds of them doing that on purpose? Like, obviously, they, they want stuff like that to happen, but it's, uh, I mean, try to replicate two back-to-back double plays every single game, so it's a good mentality. And i got to give uh, Coach Lou and Coach Brett uh, a round of applause because they're I feel like you can I bet you asked anyone on Team USA that you feel like we have such a great mindset behind our coaching and the strategy they come up with it makes you feel so much more confident going on the court what was um can you talk to that a little bit like what were they like just telling you um before each 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 round or each match like hey look out for this person or like did they have like game plans or assignments or what was it like uh being coached under them um i mean it happened last year and i really really appreciated them last year too it was just they're they're great film watchers um they understand like we were able to pick things up mid-game like uh, a couple of guys on malaysia always almost always throw outside of their body so they're righties and they throw to the right and one guy almost always throws cross his body. He's righty and throws to the left. So then just noticing small things like that and then just gives you, like, a better understanding of how these players are. Um, and then them showing you how they play and how they 
get out and how they stay alive and how they need to try to get them out of their comfort zone. Just things like that is uh, huge playing other teams. That's crazy. So were there moments where you're like, okay, I know that this person is going to do this and they actually do it. Like it's, I don't want to say people are that predictable, but we're at that level now where you can actually tell what that, what this person is going to do in dodgeball. Uh, I wouldn't say that much, but I'd say you're prepared for whenever they try to like pull a fast one, you know, like when you're up the front line and all three people just charge immediately, you know, in in elite one, someone's not paying attention and they're getting killed. You know what I mean? Right. But it, it just kept everyone on their toes. So when they did do that and they execute it perfectly, they just all start running at the same time. All of us are backpedaling just as fast as they're running. You know, we're, everyone's just looking out. Gotcha. That's awesome, man. And that's, cause that's one thing I've always, um, just wondered about. I was like, are, are we getting at that point where, um, like can, can dodgeball be predictable or at least, um, to the point where you can at least be prepared. Um, can you start to pick out like little nuances between each teams? And, um, I think a lot of teams are starting to capitalize on that, um, a little bit last oh, year, yeah. but more so this year. Yeah, hundred percent. That's so um, crazy. Just... People with all this extra GoPro footage of people are spending more time because they want to get better, and they're putting the effort in, and they're getting better. Yeah, and that's if the you result. Want to get better, put the time in. That's crazy, man. It's been awesome watching just the evolution of competitive dodgeball for, from all these years to hey, let's just wear the same clothes to we're watching film to we're eating clean. Um, it's it's really cool. It's come a long way. Um, well, what, did, yeah, what was definitely. your, what was your, your, the best moment for you? Like, do you, do you have one, um, at least that, like the first one that comes to mind? Best moment. Um, I think overall just, I think it, the, the best feeling was winning gold. This, once it got down to about, I mean, we were even, we didn't want to stray away from our plane, even like two minutes in being up four points. We were like, <laughs> let's stick through it. And then once a minute came around, you started getting like that joy feeling uh, and it was nice because hard work paid off and you finally like made it. Yeah. You start getting that, like that anticipation, like we got this, we're going to get this, we're going to get this. Yeah. And then, yeah, and I came up. Yeah. There's your one swear. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair, man. I, I appreciate the, uh, watching the language there it makes my life a lot easier. Gets these things out faster, but, um, that's cool. Um, kind of want to ask, I uh, probably should have asked this before, but like, did you guys have a, what was different from with this team USA than, than last year's? I couldn't, I couldn't really ask that for Jeff, but since you were last year, what, uh, what was it? What, what changed you guys? In all honesty, uh, I feel like, so the energy was always the same. Everyone always really, they, everyone wanted it. They wanted the gold. They, they put in time, but I think the difference between this year and last year was last year we didn't have a loss on our shoulders. This year we had a loss on our shoulders. And for the guys that were there from last year, I know that all those people put in more work than they did last year. And for the guys that came along this year, they put in a lot of work. Nice. So everyone, everyone had that desire that, you know, everyone hates losing be honest. You can be a, you know, you can be a good winner, but everyone hates losing. You can be a good loser too, but so you want it more after you lost. That's awesome. Yeah. So you guys, 
def there was definitely that losing factor in there. Yeah, and to I mean, you guys were so so dang close last year. Um, oh it, yeah, it's, it's crazy because because Andrew was saying that when I interviewed him for like a quick like, hey, what's going on through your mind precap episode? He said that that loss last year was probably the best thing that happened to them because, as you said, they they didn't have that loss going in, so that made everybody last year hungrier, and the new guys wanted to prove more. Um, and it shows. Yep. I mean, it it shows by every single game you guys won. Um, it, it's. I mean, awesome. I mean, like, I like, I'm not trying to like, like, like I said, we lost the first two games against Malaysia, and then we went one for eight. Yeah. We won eight, eight out of the next nine, and you know, we were just everyone was playing at their prime. That's awesome, man. It's uh, well, I kind of want to get into to next year, so because um, I want to say like, I can't wait to see what happens next year. I can't wait to see what you guys do to build off of this. Um, but what what is your plan? So I mean, when we kind of start talking about you know recapping, you're already playing dodgeball. So I mean, obviously you're you're not taking a break. Um, I'm actually going to be taking a break from WBDF next year. Oh really? I am. Uh, I'm mainly for a little more personal time because I spent I spent a significant amount of time into this year, and with like being injured so much last year. I feel like I spent continuously two years in a row just either healing from injuries or trying to train for dodgeball. So I've honestly more dodged all out now than I've ever been in my life. Oh, wow. Uh, but, yeah, I'll still be playing elite. Uh, I just need that little extra time in the offseason this year, I think. Gotcha. Yeah, because, I mean, it's, it's been, what, nonstop since, uh, since March for you, since elite first began? Yeah, it was not even that. Like it's kind of been nonstop since, uh, like nationals two years ago. It's kind of because I injured myself then, and then as soon as I got out of injury, I was training for worlds, and from worlds it kind of went. It was a really late worlds. No, no, it was early worlds last year, might be. And then from worlds, I tore my bicep, so I was going through PT for like four months. And then from there, went to next elite season, and then I got hurt twice during the season. <laughs> and then world, and the nationals came, and then world disaster. Gotcha. So I've had a long run. <laughs> yeah, that can be really taxing. Um, now it's probably a really good time to take a break, man. I mean, like you said, you're 20. Uh, you got plenty of time. Oh, my God, you got plenty of time. Um, and that's good. I mean, your future you is going to be really appreciative of, of the time that you're getting back. So, I mean, uh, oh, yeah. yeah, and you do it with a. Uh, with a gold. So, I mean, you got like, I don't want to say you got, you don't have anything to prove, but you can push pause right now, I guess. Yep. That was, that was the plan. Awesome. Well, cool, man. I think, uh, I think so I have, but I, I did want to ask is, or if you had any shout outs, um, if you had, if you have a couple of seconds to see like what comes to mind in terms of like who you wanted to give thanks to or, or shout out, um, uh, just from this whole run. Yeah. Um, there's actually a few names I have in mind. The first two I already kind of gave out were Lou and Brett, uh, two coaches of the men's Team USA. Uh, they just did a phenomenal. I just, I really hope they, I don't know if they're going to plan on continue refing or whatnot. I mean, sorry, not refing, uh, coaching. But they do a great job at it. Um, I wanted to give another shout out to Nate, who was a great captain. He was a great captain last year, too. Um and um, I'll definitely miss playing with them next year if he ends up playing or not. I don't know. And then 
I'll also want to give another shout out to Joe Colella for refing at Worlds. Did a phenomenal job refing. Nice. Oh yeah, your teammate from, from Anarchy. And, and my teammates from Anarchy, yeah. And uh and catch him for giving me uh Dragon Ball Z socks for us to wear throughout the finals and elimination, I think. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Are these uh, are these are these really visible? Like, can we see them if we uh, get some photos? Oh yeah, there's. Nice. It, I bet you when Dom's photos are released, if you get like he'll eventually what well, look through and you can find a picture of us probably standing right next to each other talking with the socks on, or like charging up. Wait till you see that photo if you got one. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be looking out for that. Um, kind of looking at some footage right now off screen. I think I see like a different color. So yeah. I'm gonna look at for that one to get more of these photos. Yeah, whatever, whatever helps you guys win, man. That's that's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Doing some... Oh, yeah. I know too. No worries, man. <laughs> All good. Um, cool, man. Well, I think uh, I think we'll go ahead and end the interview there. All right. So that was a uh, a recap from Mike McGee's perspective. And Mike, thank you so much, man, for for being willing to hop on. And for honestly taking care of yourself, um, I think if there's a huge takeaway from, from this portion, it's um, investing in yourself and eating well and training is going to equal championships. Uh, I think that's a pretty simple formula to follow. Maybe a little bit difficult to execute, but um, self-care is going to go a long way. And uh, considering that you're only 20 years old, man, um, yeah, you, you've got a, a very, very bright dodgeball future ahead of you. If you uh, should you decide to come back to the uh, the world stage, and uh, I look forward to, to seeing more of it uh, as we go. But um, gonna go ahead and uh, just kind of wrap up there because we'll be moving on to the next uh, series of interviews. So thank you everyone that made the suggestions. Definitely working on getting as many as possible uh, while this is still relevant. So. Um, on that note, I guess have a good rest of your evening, a great rest of your week, and we'll see you next time.